0: Does anyone out there feel more crappy after taking a nap? Um, I can't. I can't figure out how to make them work. hello friends and welcome to season 2 episode 5 of so poetry um, I think that's correct I have to I should probably check that before this airs but whatever um, this is going to be another solo cast um, another talkie whatever it is that I f- decide on calling it um, I know I've gotten into or at least the the last two months um, an interview or conversation has happened first, and then a talkie has been the second episode that I upload. But um, due to being out of school and not really following the track of time super well, uh, November got away from me a little bit. Um, on top of that, um, the election happened, which threw a cramp, I feel like, in. Well, not everyone's style, but a lot of the people that I know is style. And for me personally, it was definitely, um, took some, uh, getting, I don't, I don't even know, cause it's not really even like I'm, I've gotten over it. It's just sort of continually tell myself that this is, this is reality and this is actually happening. Um, which should probably tell you on, um, for the listeners, uh, which side of the, uh, which side I'm on when it, when it comes to Donald Trump and Mike Pence being in the white house. Um, I also, I think in part probably kicked off by the election, but I think it was also, um, a result of some other things, uh, had a minor depressive episode, uh, the end of election week. Uh, that kind of lasted through a chunk of this week. Um, which I think, wow, yeah, I guess, yeah, it has been about a, a week since the election. Um, that is not the topic of the day. Um, I don't know why you would assume that, but I'm just coming out and saying it. Um, I will probably do um, an episode on like mental illness um, and how it affects artists um, eventually, um, I'm, I don't know if I'm necessarily qualified to, to speak on that, but I've, I mean, I've experienced my fair share of it, um, and it does seem to affect, or mental illness, um, and the sensitivity to that type of stuff does seem to disproportionately affect artists, um, so that, that will be a future, future, um, conversation, uh, I actually have some psychologist friends that I might be tapping again to talk about it. But anyway, um, so yeah, all of that to say that December kind of got away from me a little bit. And with Thanksgiving coming up um, and just people being busy, I have yet to secure a um, an interview for the, no- the month of November. I have some people that I'm going to be reaching out to at the probably right after I post this episode, Um, but as of right now, just because of time constraints and um, logistics and scheduling and stuff, um, I'm doing a talkie or a solo one first in hopes that I can get another one, so um, with all of that out of the way, uh, the topic I would like to speak on today, uh, or tonight, whatever, um, it's only almost seven and it feels like it's 10 o'clock at night outside. Um, the topic that I want to talk about, um, is like what artists can do in response to, um, the election. So this is specifically for all of the, uh, all of my United States listeners. Um, but I feel like it's probably applicable to people who live not in the United States um I don't know the, like international organizations or organizations specific to different countries um that are in need of donations or in need of volunteering um but so I, I will get to to what I'm going to be talking the kind of the two main things I'm going to be talking about today um Wow. I feel sorry. I, as the cold open indicates, I took an inadvertently took a nap about an hour ago and I feel so much worse <laughs> after the fact. Um, so I, my head feels all kind of all fuzzy. So I apologize in advance if this is a little more rambly than, than usual, um, or a little more or less coherent than usual. Um, I will try to make sure that I, I rein things in and stick on, keep on topic. Um, yeah, so I w- I will get to what I'm what I'm talking about and the why I mentioned organizations and stuff for other countries. That will all make sense when I get to the topic at hand. Uh, but I first would like to mention um, that one. If you hear any bag crinkling or faint bell sounds, uh, my roommate's cat is prowling around as I'm recording this episode. Um, I went to Whole Foods earlier today, and she enjoys hanging out in the the, the paper bags. Um, Two, I have had I'm honored to say that I was nominated um for this year's Mobbies, which are um let me see, I have the the webpage open. Uh, it is the um the so mobbies are Baltimore's best blogs, podcasts, and more. Um it's done by the I believe the Baltimore Sun. Um and there's a bunch of different, there's like 14 different categories for things that you can be nominated for. Um, there'll be a neat free, uh, open to the part, open to the public, uh, awards ceremony on December 1st, um, that hopefully, um, I will be at for a nomination. But anyway, um, I was nominated for, uh, best use of audio i believe and best newcomer sorry i i just voted for myself and i the the categories have been um have been blocked out um but on refreshing the page i can probably figure out what they are um yeah best use of audio and best newcomer um so i'm i don't know who nominated me for them for those things um but i'm i'm super super honored uh that i've wound up on um the radar of at least somebody, or potentially two somebodies. Um, I will put a link for this in the description. Um, but you can vote once a day uh, through 11:59 p.m. on November 25th, um, so another week or so. Um, but yeah, I've been I've been voting once a day for myself on both my laptop and my smartphone. Um, so I would I would love for people to vote, um, I don't think that you have to be in Baltimore to, to vote, I don't know how they would check that on a website, um, but, yeah, if anybody feels like voting for me, I would be, um, you would get a lot of my, or all of my gratitude, um, I have a lot of that going around these days, um, and, yeah, there's a chance that So Poetry could soon be an award-winning podcast, and that's, I like the sound of that, um, yeah, so that's that's the first little bit of just cool news, uh which I feel it's like a little a little bright spot, which I feel in the coming hopefully just four years, um will be maybe what people have to focus on. Like the, the little the little bright spots. Um which during election night a lot of them are overshadow overshadowed, I think, by um you know, just the, the kind of, the, the big disappointment, um, and that's not even, that doesn't even begin to, to, to cover just what, what Trump and Pence winning the election means for so many millions of Americans, um, but some of the bright spots, in case you missed them, uh, the first, I will actually want to do my due diligence and get this right, uh, the f- it was the f- first um, somali american um her name is Ilhan Omar um won a seat to the Minnesota House uh she was the first somali american woman to be elected um uh as a lawmaker which is fantastic um, Portland, uh, just elected their first, uh, openly LGBTQ governor, um, no, not Portland, sorry, Oregon represent, or, sorry, Oregon elected their first L- LGBTQ governor, um, which is amazing, like, that's, that's astounding, that's wonderful, um, I believe some states ratified, uh, pot as either recreational or medical use, um, so, I mean, there were some, there were some highlights, there were some small, small things and some progressiveness that was moving along, um, which is great, and I hope that, that that momentum, um, keeps up, and I, you know, it's, it's gonna be some, some hard fights coming up, um, but, yeah, so my, um, Like I said, the topic of tonight, um, or the topic of this podcast is like what artists can do in response to the election. Um, and for me, it's kind of broken down into two main categories. Um, get involved and keep making art. Um, so this will be, I don't know how long this podcast will be. Um, it might actually be a short one, um potentially blessedly short for people who don't like, don't want to listen to me ramble on for like two hours. Um, but there will be a ton and I'm, I'm not kidding. This will probably be the most link heavy description I have ever done for a podcast. Uh, because there is a, there are a lot of organizations, uh, that are deserving of donations or donations of either time or money. Um, if you can give to them on a the recurring basis, that's awesome. If you can volunteer for them, that's great too. Um, and I know, like I've I picked out some of the big ones, and I know that there are a lot more um, on local, you know, like state um, and even like city or county level, uh, parish level for my Louisiana listeners. Um, so I'm I'm I know that I will not hit all of them. Um, I will try to do my best that if, if the more things come up to create, um, a more comprehensive document, like a Google doc or something that I can, I can just upload, um, and keep adding to if anybody wants, um, additional information. Um, but so I've, I've been thinking about this, um, in response to just seeing, you know, like election night and then the day after the election, um, So many people that I know on Facebook, um, one, lamenting the election of Trump and Pence and two, expressing a lot of grief and fear and anxiety of what's going to happen to their, their way of life. Um, because like Pence is openly anti-LGBTQ, uh, the Trump campaign is openly anti-immigrant, um, and, you know, there are millions of, of people in the United States that could potentially be deported come January. Um, and there are millions of Americans that have slowly won rights that should have been just given to them because they're their fundamental human rights that could see those vanish in January. Um, and I... So um if nobody has seen the most recent um last week tonight with john oliver i highly recommend watching it uh that will definitely be a a video that will or link in the description um but he i feel like john does a, a pretty good um i don't know he gives a very good analysis of kind of what happened um and a lot of the uh a lot of the groups the kind of the big groups that I that I'm adding in the description are ones that he mentioned in his, in his program towards the end um um but yeah so I th- I feel like the first step um or they a a major thing that artists can do now well so yes so I on, on Facebook I saw a lament. And just a a great deal of of turmoil and grief being expressed by a lot of my friends, um, and it just so happens that the majority of my friends on Facebook are artists, and that got me thinking like what what can we do now, or what maybe should we have been doing uh, up to now, um, and like I said, it, I started seeing it as it, under kind of two main focuses like being getting involved and making art so the first chunk of that the getting involved um is where the like the donate donating uh money or time to organizations um i also i assume probably all probably a majority of y'all seen saw this floating around um the we're Here's problem now calling sheet um which lists kind of a step-by-step um how to get in touch with your represent your um either Uh, I think it's, yeah, your senators, um, your represent, your representatives, um, in Congress, um, to call or to email or to write letters and like voice support for things that you believe that they're doing correctly and voice, uh, dissent for things that you believe that they're not doing correctly. Um, there is also the, uh... (laughs) the holy the um, which I feel lists a lot of the same organizations that, that John Oliver did, but it's essentially kind of like a choose your own, like a flowchart sort of thing. So, um, it start, first starts off with, are you okay? Um, and if you need a fucking minute, they have lists of like heartwarming things that you can see. And then if you're ready, the other option is you're ready to fuck shit up. Um, and it lists, you know, like, um, electing democrats uh LGBT, lgbtq shit racist motherfuckers uh not getting grabbed by the fucking pussy uh the fucking earth is going to literally be on fucking fire um and every time that you click on one of those things it asks if you can donate time or donate money and then they'll list organizations that you can either um give money to that would support those causes um or fight for for rights or fight against uh the infringements of rights, um, um, or thing or, uh, organizations that you can, um, that you can volunteer for. So there's a lot of, um, like nonprofits and stuff that are on there. Um, yeah, but I, I think something that, that John Oliver mentioned, um, is the, the necessity for us to remind ourselves that this is not Normal that we should never normalize um, the election or or what Trump does or says or what Pence does or says. That we need to be vigilant and we need to be active. Um, and I, it, it's my hope, like I I hope that the one of the the silver linings, um, to to take that cliche out of the out of the garbage um, of this election. Is that it galvanizes more people to be involved in the process and um, makes people finally kind of like sit up and take notice of shit that's going on and be like, "Oh, I don't want this to happen." Um, and with the age of information, you know, with the internet, that um, we have all, we have access to so much to so much information and so much contact to other people, um, and it can you know, it's like you can actually utilize this for, um, to, to meet some, some effectual end. um, and I, you know, like any, so I'm, I don't like thinking of myself as a single voter or single issue voter, um. I would like to con- consider myself relatively informed. Um I mean in the last two years I feel much more informed than I ever have been as far as like national and local politics are invo- are concerned. Um and I know that um there's I believe the uh ostensible or ostensibly uh public uh public radio is slanted towards like liberal um i i don't know if i would agree with that um i would consider myself a liberal so i might that might be a blind spot for me um i i've mentioned this i'm sure before that i work in a cabinet shop um and we have npr on on all day every day um on the very rare occasions that we're using, uh, some, one of our tools and it, it messes with the, um, with the frequency and changes it to a classical station. Aside from that, NPR is on pretty much all day, every day. Um, and in my opinion, they do a pretty fair job of being, um, you know, unbiased and objective, or at least presenting, um, presenting both sides of, of an issue. Um, but regardless of that like i'm i feel like i'm more informed i i have a better understanding of what's going on in the world um on all on all levels and um i am, have definitely not used that to my advantage and have not gotten involved and not really done much um by way of you know like going to protests or, um, like calling representatives or, or senators, um, or, you know, like going door to door in support of, of, of people. Um, I know that it's for a lot of people, it's, I mean, for me, it's levels, either varying levels of disinterest or, uh, ambivalence or apathy or, I, you know, whatever. But regardless of that, um, my original point was that I I don't think I don't believe that I'm a single issue voter. But um, when it comes to you know the the progress of people getting rights that they should have inherently, um, I feel pretty strongly about that. You know, like the the right to be able to marry who you love regardless of if they're the same gender of you as you. Um or, you know, like not being fired because you're trans. That feels like that's something that just you know, common sense wise, that should that you should have that protection. Um or, you know, like access to um birth control or um you know access to an abortion um if you are pregnant and you don't want to be pregnant um you know like or just in general sex education like honest to goodness sex education uh, i feel like that would alleviate a lot of the the issues that um you know like if conservatives don't want abortion to happen then why not teach something other than abstinence only sex education but that's that's neither here nor there but um, so I, I, because of that kind of deeply seated belief that you know people should have the rights that you know they generally should have, um, I tend to find myself aligning much more on the democratic democratic side of things um, because there are you know lots of Republicans and conservatives out there who don't believe that and. If if there is a any candidate on any side that says that they don't believe in those things, I I can't support them, even if I agree with them for a lot of other issues. Like I just I I can't, um, and it just so happens that more often than not, it's conservatives that um, that express those views. Um, not saying that they're the Democrats that are elected are not. Problematic or don't have their own, uh, I don't know. Flaws might be too generous of a word, um, but yes, yeah, so I don't. I don't really know where I was going with that. But um, I don't know. I I I hope that this that this election galvanizes people. Like I said, um, into into doing something, into to putting action where their words are, um, and. I don't know. There's there are a lot of organizations that do great work, um, like the Trevor Project, um, like Planned Parenthood, like the Center for Reproductive Rights, um, or like the NAACP Legal Defense Fund. Um, ProPublica is great. Um, you know, Human Rights Campaign. There's there are a lot of there are a lot of organizations that will need that will i imagine will be coming under much greater scrutiny and much um i don't know they'll be getting a lot of ire in the next couple of in the next upcoming years that that do uh a lot of i think really unglamorous work it's necessary and it's important but it doesn't it it's not it doesn't get a lot of the the flair um you know it's like it's not it's not the attractive work but it's, it's important and it's, it needs these, these, these organizations help and save so many people. Um, and like, I'm, um, I don't know, being, being a gender, I think that by default, I'm part of the queer community. Um, although it's, I would, I guess I would consider myself kind of queer adjacent, um, or queer by proxy, um, but I have, um, I have so many people that I know in Baltimore that are in the queer community that are in the LGBT community, um, you know, like the larger circles and, um, you know, like Baltimore in Maryland and in Maryland to an extent is a, I feel like a relatively safe place. You know, it's like, it's pretty, it's fairly progressive. It usually votes blue. It, it votes to like it, there are a lot of um public programs that are that are designed to help people um and if if the friends that i have in this community are terrified of what's going to happen i cannot imagine how people in um communities that don't have that initial level of support must feel like i they like when um and people have posted and I've seen some of this on Facebook that they're terrified for their lives. They're not they're not being melodramatic or overly emotional. There are people that are terrified for their lives. And even, you know, like in general, like people of color and women, you know, with, with within not even a day there are already reports coming out of like women being harassed or people of color um, either, like, women wearing, uh, hijabs or, you know, like, African-American men and women that are, like, verbally threatened and, um, you know, are like, assaulted, and that shit's going to continue to happen, um, and, you know, if the government is not going to be there to take care of, you know, these people who are being victimized and bullied, um, you know, I, there, there are organizations that, that are out there that will, but, you know, it's like, they need help, um, so, that's, that's one aspect of it, um, you know, help where you can, um, you know, if any, like, if you, if you see someone, there's a, um, oh, I'll see if I can find this too, but there's a, kind of like a, a step-by-step like if you see somebody being harassed um steps that you can take to to help create like a space for them or just you know be there for them um you know it's like if you have friends or family members that you know are going to be experiencing some shit in the next in the next years um like be there for them um be do what you can to be a safe place for them like safe and trusting place for them because there i imagine that um those are going to start shrinking quickly um but also don't forget to take care of yourself either um like self self self-care um i think is going to be a a the name of the game for for a long time um you know it's like no and this is always difficult, but, you know, it's, like, know where your boundaries are. Know when you need to take a break. Like, make sure consistently that you eat, that you're hydrated, that, you know, it's, like, you, you carve out time for yourself for, um, like, mental respites or emotional rejuvenation. Um, you know, like, do do what you need to do to, to stay healthy on the inside. And if that means, like, not engaging for a little bit because you, you need to keep yourself... Or you need to get yourself to a point where you can you can shoulder the other the other stuff, the outside stuff. Like, do it. Take care of yourself so that you you'll be in a place that you can take care of other people. Because um, I you know I feel like there. Wow, I'm I might actually talk for a while on this podcast. I so just check the time. Um. Anyway, there's I, I feel like there's a kind of. There's this idea of, a, like, American individualism, um, which I think on the good side of things is a... It's like you can be who you want to be. There's no... There's nothing... There's no, like, fate or no destiny that you're born into that you have to be this thing. It's like you're, you're free to be who you are. Um, and you are free for that definition to change. Because um, I'm... I mean, i am definitely changed as a person um, that's kind of what life is, it's change, it's progress, you're, you're continuing to develop, um, you know, if you, if you're stagnant, you're, you're dead, um, and I think on, on the other side, I I feel like with, with individualism, there's this idea that it's like, you have to go alone, like, you can't ask for help, there's that level of pride, and I, um, I don't want to, I don't want to stereotype the Midwest, but, um, I, I, well, no, I, I won't go in, into that. Um. That that idea of going at it alone is prevalent everywhere. I don't want to single out any any one particular location, um, in the United States. But, um, you know, it's like that's. I feel like that's admirable, for to an extent. That's like you, you know, it's like you, you're taking, you're trying to take responsibility for yourself, um, but. There is absolutely no shame in asking for help, and there is absolutely, absolutely no shame in offering help to other people. Um, and it's not—I know that like the being offered help is potentially a like a pride wounder, um, but you know, I I hope people. And this this is not necessarily just around this election, but just kind of in general that you know, with with kindness and with awareness and with looking out for each other, there'll be the understanding that like people offering help is not, it's not always. And I would hope not often because they were, they're looking down on you and there, there are, they think that you can't do it alone. Um, you might be able to do it alone. That's great, but it might be shit for you to do it alone. And it might take so much out of you, um, that, you know, it's like, if you can get help or if you get some assistance, you know, it's like, it could make things better, or at least not as bad. Um, and I hope the people that are offering help come from that place too, that, um, you know, it's like, you are offering assistance to help lighten the load. Not that you're not coming in from a place of superiority or a place of, I, I don't know. Um, whatever other negative intentions that could be out there but it's coming you're coming from a place of like yeah this sucks i've been here i know how much it sucks with uh, with more people it can suck less and you know like i i would enjoy a life that's that sucks less um and i would i think that most people would enjoy a life or just times that suck less um I would hope that humanity as a whole is, is moving towards times that suck less. Um, but yeah, I, there's, you know, like do, I guess, you know, like bottom lines, do, do what you can, do what you're able to do. Um, you know, it's like, know when you need to take a break, know when you need to recharge, um, or I guess learn, learn those things, like know who you can help, who you can't help. Cause there are some people that, either won't take the help or just it's like you, you can, you do as much as you can, but it's like, it's not, you know, it's, you can't, you can't, and this is, I mean, unfortunate. I, I think it's like, you can't, you can't help everybody. You can't save everyone. Um, I, I wish that that were not the case, but it's been my experience that it is. Cause you know, like if some people don't want help it's like, you, you know, regardless of what you do, you're not really going to be to help them. Um, you're not really going to be able to help them. Um, you know, it's like you can't, you can't change anybody. The person, like, the person has to want to change um, because any any change that comes not from inside of them is not going to be authentic and is really, is not going to last um, and is not going to stand up to, you know, the, like, relapsing or just the trials and the perseverance that you need to 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 battle against potentially years of habit or ways of thinking or whatever um like that shit's got to come from the inside otherwise it's not it's not going to stand up um but yes that's i guess a little more abstract and a little more global than you know like donating money to organizations or volunteering but you know i i potentially another silver lining i hope that comes out of of the election is that people are kinder to each other um i know that there was some kind of an upward inflection at the end of that um because i'm not i think that it's more and it's deeper than just being kind but i'm not entirely sure what what the other uh, like another way to phrase it um you know it's like be be is be patient um you know, in general, it's like, don't be a dick, don't, you know, like, there's enough shit, and there's enough crap in the system already, um, like, don't, don't add to it, and I know that you'll, you know, I'm, I'm guilty of this, um, this past week has been a struggle for me dealing with, you know, like, random traffic on the way home, and being frustrated and irritated with it, um, but, you know, it's like, don't, I, resist the urge to, to take that frustration out on other people, um, that have done nothing to you to warrant, you know, that, that displacement of, you know, whatever gunk you got building up on the inside, um, which I feel like in general is just good, you know, good general practice, good general practice, um, as far as human, human interaction goes, um, (sighs) ah, Yeah, I don't just like. Regardless of your if you're, I mean, this for me this is, this is, I'm intending this this podcast for artists, um. But in general, if there are other people, non-artists out there listening, like this applies to you too. Just like be, you know, like be kind. It's gonna be we're in for a rough while, and you know, it, I don't know, you know, it's like, shit's going to be, things are going to (laughs) be, things are going to be bad in a lot of places, and like, all across the board, Um, and if you can, if you can lighten the load, either for yourself, for other people, you know, like, try to do it, try to help, Um, I don't know, maybe I don't I I don't know I hope I hope that in response to Trump um, communities grow more supportive of each other um, I know that not all the community not every community will do that and I know that um, communities across the board will not be supportive of other people but like LGBT community it's like be I hope that is much more inclusive um, and much more supportive and encouraging and just you know, like looking out for each other in, um, same thing with, you know, like feminists, you know, like be there for each other, um, or like whatever, I don't know. Those are just two, two things, two of them that pop to mind that I've, I've seen some divisiveness in, um, and, you know, it's like being there and being supportive of other people doesn't mean that you don't, you can't be critical either. Um, because if there's things that need to change, like you got a voice that they need to change um but i don't know like criticism present and i, I this is from a, a workshop experience speaking like cr- criticism presented in a way that's that's non like not super confrontational and not like aggressive or personal um i feel usually lands best i like, a, like I feel like assertiveness is really where to where to go you know it's like you you need to be assertive you can't be passive you can't be aggressive in the middle ground of like I'm presenting these things from a place of um I don't know like calmness and just like receptiveness um which is also not to say that you know like people like protesting it's like do what you need to do if if that's the if that's the way that you can draw attention to issues and that's working for you go out and do it um you know like whatever whatever ways that you need that you feel are effective in changing the system do it um don't i don't know i mean i'm not i'm not a, a a public leader by any stretch of the imagination um I am also a relatively um, non-violent, non-aggressive person. Just kind of, just kind of the way that I am. Um, so as far as violence is concerned, like I'm not a fan of it. Um, but you know, in certain circumstances, it's like if you have no other recourse and you have no other voice, it's like some. I don't know. It's like some. T- it's. I feel like it's not bad across the board. Um, you know, it's like, in certain circumstances, like, you know, it's like, if you're defending yourself, it's like, you got to defend yourself, Um, or if you're defending somebody else, it's like, you got to defend somebody else, Um, I don't know, I feel like I'm getting into some territory that I'm not uh, the most well-versed in probably speaking in, Um, and I don't want to overstep my bounds, and I don't want to, you know, I don't want to call for any action that's that's unactionable or un- unproper but I also don't want to condemn anybody doing something. Um, I don't know. It's like just I feel like there's going to be a there needs to be a lot of conversation and a lot of people just like giving space to other people to talk to air their grievances and to air their critiques and to air their anger and their frustration. Um, and there needs to be just a lot of listening and paying attention and you know, like not co opting what someone's trying to say. It's like, just like, shut up and listen for a while and like really absorb the things that other people say. Um, Try to gain their perspective, try to see where they're coming from. Um, Because even if you don't agree, you will at least better understand, you know, like where that person is. Um, And if you can better understand them and they can better understand you, then, you know, it's like, that's, that's grounds that you can work out some sort of compromise you can meet you can meet somewhere um you know i don't know um i'm going to shift now to the other topic uh, because i know a little bit more about that um make art do it any artist that's out there um keep keep making art um doesn't necessarily have to be political if it is if you're inspired to to write things in response that's fantastic um i think that there needs to be a lot of i think that there will be and i think that there i think there needs to be and i think that there will be a lot of art in response to the election and to the the um upcoming years um and that's great um don't if if that's not flying with you personally um, like if that doesn't meet your, your aesthetics or your style um, or your your main points of of topics or your main themes or whatever it is that you're exploring in your art, um, that's okay. Um, like art is expression, so whatever it is that you're expressing is like that's valid and that's important. Um, you know, like if you if you're a queer artist and your art is not dea- is not political, the fact that you're making art as a queer artist your art's queer that's i i think that that's it feels like that's the case um and that in and of itself is a is a statement um but uh like i'm in response to um like a writing group that i was a part of that's trying to trying to to re um to resurrect itself um one of my friends told my other friend or so Anthony Ball who was on on this um, podcast uh, was talking to my friend Tyler saying that you know like Trump doesn't want you to make queer art or doesn't you know it's like you, you they don't want that the administration does not want people who typically don't have a voice to find their voice um I believe that wholeheartedly um because art, there is so, so much power in art, and so much, um, room for empathy, and understanding, and transferring experience, and emotion, and, it's like, I think, I think one of the big issues, um, in that kind of grew up that came about in this election is the 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 massive divides between like rural and urban and like men and women and people of color and you know like european americans um like there's so much separation um and i feel like art is a way to bridge some of those separations and to bring about you know like allowing people to meet in in ways that they would normally not meet or allowing people who would potentially never meet to meet um and i've been like personally i've been thinking about like my own art and what it is that i try to do and um for me personally it's all about the transfer of, of emotion or the transfer the transfer of emotional experiences um or I guess a subset of that is engendering some sort of emotional experience in somebody. Um, like, I'm making art to make somebody else feel something. Um, a lot of times, at least in my music, there'll be definitely a, like an emotional range or spectrum that I want someone to fall kind of in the general vicinity of um, for writing. A lot of times it's just sort of like, I'm, i'm not writing from a particular emotion but i'm i'm crafting an an emotional experience in a work um but yeah like i there is i think such a such an ability of art to one like i said allow people to meet each other in places that they normally wouldn't or um but also it's like it's a way to access places that you normally don't access um or that you can like you can put all of your frustration and all of your anger and all all of your anxiety or bitterness into a piece of art um in one like let it come out of you but also put it in in a place that's edifying potentially for other people um Oh, I had another point and I totally forgot it um, but it, it, I mean along those lines that um, I think that it's it's one of the one of the things that makes that I, I feel like why art is so vital that makes it so important um, and why funding for arts, the funding for the arts is so important um, is that it gives people this is this is the point that it gives people the space um, and it gives people it allows people, and it, get, it allows people to feel things and it gives them permission to feel things that they normally wouldn't um I think I may have mentioned this on a on a previous podcast but um i a lot a lot of my writing and my music um is on the more kind of melancholic side of things um some i don't know it's some color or some flavor of sad um and that's there's a there's a large spectrum or gradient of of sadness um but most of my stuff hits somewhere along those lines even if it's you know like just generally kind of contemplative um there's a level of um i don't know at the very least like bittersweetness i think that people arrive at when they when their awareness is opened up a little bit and you contemplate things like you know like the nature or the reality of things um and I, this is one of the the things that I learned from, um, you know, like Japanese art, uh, and the major influence of Zen, um, is you know like the the kind of uh, I think mono no aware is is the idea behind this that there's like the 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 general kind of bittersweetness or like the pathos of stuff like you know cherry blossoms. That's the typical the kind of prototypical um, example that you know, cherry blossoms are beautiful and they're a, a gorgeous thing to experience. We, there are some cherry blossoms on Mount Royal in Baltimore, um, and DC has them all over the place, um, that you experience them and they last for like two weeks and they're gone. Um, in, in that impermanence and in that transience, there's a, you know, a sadness that's like they, that things don't last. Um, and that in general, like that's the truth behind most things. It's like things just in generally, in general don't last. Um, and that's a, that's a sadness that, you know, it's like you, you won't have a, um, you will not be able to continue to experience this thing that there is, there's a loss. There's an absence when this, when this thing is, is gone. Um, but I feel like that heightens the, the sweetness of the bittersweetness aspect, because, you know, one that like the, the fact that these things are so brief, um, that you, that you can be around to experience it makes it all that much like sweeter and all that much more powerful and important and impactful because you're there that you, which is, I think when, um, when David Bowie died, I saw this floating around, um, Facebook, the idea that, um and you know it's like you were um fortunate enough to be on earth the same time that he was and i feel like you could say that about you know like most uh you know like artists or thinkers or you know whatever that that are impactful for your life that you in the the great like cosmic chance you were around the same time that they were um or in the great cosmic chance that their, their writings existed long enough for, so that you could, you could read them, or you could experience them, or like musicians, or artists, or whatever, that you can, that you live in a time that you have access to these things, um, and there's a, I don't know, there's a, there's a specialness that I feel like that, that entails, or that, that has with it, um, and, I think that you could look at most things like that. Um, I think a lot of people don't, um, and I think going back to the original point, I think that there are a lot of people that um, generally try to avoid thinking about um, thinking about that, or thinking about impermanence, or thinking about sadness, because it 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 opens you up to to some places that can be really really uncomfortable or really. Um, I don't know, like, really, really vulnerable, um, that, you know, it's, like, it's, I don't know, it's, like, because I feel like, for so much of the, so much of what I've, I've learned from, from, like, Zen, and from, like, Japanese art aesthetics, is that it's, there's so many, there's so few big, large, life altering events, like things that, that happen once and you're fundamentally changed in, in big, big, huge ways. Um, I've definitely had a handful of them, but I think more often than not, you know, it's like, that's not life. That's not the, the type of life that people experience to the day to day. The type of life that you experience day to day is the really, really small things that accumulate. Um, so that at the end of the week, you're just, you're worn out you know you're not you're not dying um or you're not you know like on the verge of collapse but there's that just that you know like that slow erosion of stuff um and you know it's like there's there are all these small things that end up amounting into kind of a a big change um but they come at you so so smallly. um you know like cherry blossoms like that there are these Soup. This is a super small event that happens, that is kind of indicative of a much larger thing. And I think that there's like the the big aspect and the kind of universal exists in those small moments, um, but it's really it's like it's the small moment that hits you, um, and I don't know. There's I feel like there's something precious about like a small sadness, um, and I. I think, I don't know how consciously or unconsciously, um, I think it might just be, it's just this is how I'm bent and this is how my art happens. It's like I, I like the idea that people who experience my work come away with feeling those small sadnesses. Um, because, you know, it's like if, you, if you're if you allowed to deal with the small sadness and you have permission to, to exist in this place for a little bit, or at least hold this this little thing for a little while, um, you can gain experience so that when the big sadness happens, it's like, you know what your responses are, you know how to, you can, you know how the, how you will function or how you will react to it. Um, I don't know. That's somewhat of a tangent, but, um, that's, I feel like that's just one type of, one, an an example of what, Arts capable of doing. It's like you give, you allow people the permission or you give people permission to feel things that they would either uh, consciously or readily avoid feeling um, or have just never had the experience or the opportunity to feel. Um, Which, you know, is I think important when you're dealing with, um, you know, like a a European American, um, you know, like white middle class. Who's grown up in a suburb, surrounded by other white middle class people, um, and have never experienced the life of, you know, like the dread of being um, someone who's who is in the United States illegally for work, for the trying to get to, to carve out or trying to attain a better life for them and their family. Um, but you know, it's like if you could experience that, if you could have um, an occasion to glimpse what that feels like like that that's empathy that's there's a connection there's a widening of your perspective and a a deepening of your understanding and a you you gain a more complete picture of either yourself or the other person or just your place in the world or the world itself it's like there are things that that fall into place when you have those experiences um and you know like i said it's not it's not usually the the really big it's very rarely that it's a very big experience that happens to you. It's a lot of the small experiences that over time accumulate and can move you in really drastic ways, but it's, it's a very, very gradual process. Um, I, I feel like a, a good analogy is that it's like, if you're on a ship, um, you know, like a big, a big ship isn't going to change course immediately it's going to be you'll nudge it a little bit and if you keep nudging it you can wind off or you wind up (laughs) drastically in a, a like super off course or you know thousands of miles away from what your intended destination was all because of those very very small nudges into a direction or into nudges to away from wherever it is that you're going or towards someplace that you're going Um, and I don't know. I feel like in, I feel like art, um, is not, is not solely this, um, but definitely has this role to play. It's it's the cultivation of those like small moments or the, um, the enabling of people to, to experience and to hold those small moments and to be just perceptive of them and aware of them that, um, which kind of with, um, drawing on the meditation analogy that i used for uh residencies and retreats the last episode um art in general kind of i think operates in a similar space that you it you access places in yourself or you it allows you to access places in yourself or draws places up or shines light on places inside of you that you either are avoiding or don't want to go or didn't realize were there um so you get one a better understanding of yourself but by opening up that perception and opening up the, that awareness, you can then turn that externally. Um, and, you know, like, to, you can see and you can perceive things that you missed before. Um, so all of that to say, um, please, artists, continue making art. Um, it's indefinitely, It's I mean, it's vital, it's important. What you do is important, um, even if that's not a commonly held Um, belief Um, art is important Um, what you do is can be life changing for people um, in either in both the big and the small ways Um, and at the very least and I think that this is one of the the most important aspects of art um, it offers the it lets people know that they're not alone in feeling or experiencing things um this was a huge um boon i guess for lack of a better word for me when i was um um i've dealt with depression kind of on and off throughout like later adolescence and like end of high school beginning of of undergrad um and i was so so thankful that um i maybe not grew up but definitely th- through my brother's influence was aware of um, really, really heavy, um, kind of like melancholic and then even darker hued leaning bands, um, like Crowbar or Drowning Man or Harlots, um, or I Parasite or any of those guys that like, there were so like saving for me when I was experiencing depression because I I sought out those bands because I knew that there there are other people out there that experienced what I experienced and by listening to them I gained a vocabulary um both like verbally and orally and sonically and um just like I I felt vibrations of the same thing that I was feeling in in their music um, and that was saving for me. And that was so important for me to have, um, cause I feel like, especially with depression, it's, you know, it's like it's the, you, you lose connections to, to things and to, to have that on a, like a fundamental, um, like direct, um, way that's like, it's, it hits you so much in the center of where you are that you know it's like there's somebody else out there that feels or at least has felt what I'm feeling right now um it breaks up so much of that isolation um and I think that there's you know it's like I think so many people don't talk about um the things that they experience or the things that they think or the things that they feel because they they don't think that there are other people out there that feel the way that they felt, or that would understand how they felt. Um, and with art, there's a, you know, potentially a wordless or a like a disembodied, um, almost like a like a lighthouse maybe, or like a like a bonfire that you can see from far away, or a light on a window. I don't know something that's some sort of guiding or some sort of reassuring presence. Um, that holy shit somebody else felt this, um, and like I said, it's like art can create that space and can, can give you that, the kind of external place to let yourself emote into, um, so all of that being said, um, there are grants out there for, for writers and for arts organizations, um, I will see what I can do about, um, Posting my residency, um, my residency list um, for for people. that's like take every every advantage, everything that you, that you can do as an artist to continue making art and to find support for making that art. Do it. Um, I one of the the links that I'm going to put up is um, the National Endowment for the Arts grants, and it's exhaustive and it's comprehensive. And there's a lot of opportunities for money out there. Um, I will also try to find some just sort of grant databases um, because I know that there are a lot of individual, uh, for states, have a lot of um, opportunities. Like in Baltimore, you have the Rubies, you have the individual, um, the Maryland State Arts Council Individual Artist Award. Um, there's like a, I think, a Mid Atlantic that covers like Maryland, Delaware, and Virginia like grants um so there are opportunities out there for you um residencies are also great if you can if you can take the time off um to go just to have time like i said last episode to have time to create either space for yourself or give yourself um to sever yourself from distractions so that you can focus on your art um because like i said before and i will say over and over again um artists what you do is important your art matters your art is um it has value it has a purpose it has meaning it is um it is you're not wasting your time in in doing this art um because you are expressing yourself and your expression matters and is valid and has value um not necessarily monetary value although that is if you can make bank on your art that's fantastic do it um that is i feel like every artist's dream is to, to be self-sustaining as an artist um but again even with your art like take care of yourself know when you need to take a break um know when you need to or learn learn and know whatever your process is like when you need to set things down and set them aside when things are like when you need to push things further when you need to take a couple of steps back from stuff Um, I think for both, um, being involved in making art, bottom line is take care of yourself. Um, like don't put yourself in any undue stress or any, any bad or unhealthy or unsafe circumstances. Um, if you can avoid them, if you cannot avoid them, uh, cultivate a support, you know, Like, make sure that there are people around that can help. Um, If you know artists that are tipping or dipping into some stuff that's heavy and potentially, um, you know, destructive in some way for them, either internally or externally, like, be there as support. Um, Because sometimes it's necessary, I think, um, depending upon your art and depending upon what you're trying to do. Um, But I think bottom line is, like, take care of yourself. Take care of others where you can. Um, you know, like we're we're in it together. Um, I don't want to see the United States fail. Um, I would like to see as many frustrations for the Trump campaign that are. that have the least negative impact on the majority of Americans. Um, you know, like I don't, I have no, I have no, no, uh, well, no, I'm, I'll avoid saying that. Um, yeah, just like stand up for who you can stand up for, even if it's yourself, especially if it's for yourself. Um, take care of yourself, take care of others, Um, you know, like, do, do what you need to, um, to be, to be safe, safe, and healthy, Um, I know that sometimes that's a, that's a luxury, and that's a privilege, um, but, you know, like, if, if you are, if you can't take that time, or you're forced to be in circumstances, or situations that are super taxing, or, you know, like, very negatively impactful for you, um, I hope that you have, it's like, the endurance to get it through, or just stick it out, um, and, you know, like, if, if you're in crappy circumstances, find the things that, that can make to, that can sustain you through it, um, I don't know, it's, this is kind of all over the place, um, there's, there's a lot of ambivalence that I'm feeling right now. Um, just kind of, you know, about the election, about the United States in general, about arts, about, you know, just I keep saying bottom line stuff, but you know, like there's some ambivalence about that too. Um, I don't know just, yeah, I don't like make space for people um that need space heal the people that like i don't know like healing listening resisting protesting it's like i don't know like what it, the thing i don't know i i don't know um i feel like i should end on something uh you know something bright um Uh let's see. Um I don't know go. So I, I mentioned this on All right, out directly after the election I posted like a as so many other people were doing which I was is, is great and really um like heartening for me to see is like so many so many people posting about um like self-care tips and just you know, like, reminders for people to take care of themselves, but, um, I don't know, like, do this next week, um, start, start doing this next week, everybody, everybody who's listening, um, do something, do something that you, that you love, and while you're doing it, try to, try to keep all of the extra shit and all the distractions at bay and just let yourself be in the experience of doing something that you love. Um, like, you know, I don't know. I feel like there's always that caveat of like within, within reason, you know, with making sure that you're not putting yourself or anyone else in danger, but, um, you know, common sense wise, do something that you love. Um, let that be like a kindness that you do for yourself. Um, whatever it is it's a movie if you want to binge something if you want to go for a walk um if you can take off of work um i know that thanksgiving is coming up and people being around family is going to be really really difficult um especially if you are like not out or newly out or have been out for a while but have had family that is you know in support of um that had supported Trump or Pence or Trump and Pence. Um, it's going to be tough. Um, I don't, I live a couple thousand miles away from my family. Um, so I have the luxury of, of not going home and potentially secluding myself if I need to. Um, but other people don't have that. Um, so I think especially next week, do something that you love. Um, without feeling ashamed without any of the guilt without whatever just do something you love love while you're love it while you're doing it um and I don't know, keep keep doing it just be be aware of the thing of your internal space and uh, yeah um I think that's it for me. I definitely talked a lot longer than I intended to. Um, Hopefully I'll have a a guest next week. Um, If not, you know, this has been a rough month. Um, I think it's been rough for a lot of people. Um, I might just leave it as just this. This hopefully is an encouraging thing. Um, If you can... I'll once again just say, if you can give money to organizations, um, seek out things that you're passionate about that or like do your research, find organizations that are doing good work, and either volunteer with them or for them, or give them money so that they can continue their work. Um, and if you're an artist, keep making art. keep keep doing what you're doing, putting yourself, putting yourself in the time or putting the time in, putting yourself in your work. Um, if you're not an artist and you can support an artist, (coughs) either with, you know, like food or a shoulder to cry on or a place to crash, or, you know, if you can buy stuff, do it. Um, you know, it's like they're, they're doing work. That's just as important as the organizations that need help. Um, I don't know what's going to happen to like the national endowment for the arts, um, Hopefully no funding will be cut to that, but if it is, you know, like artists will need money too to help help make their art. Um, so I guess I don't know if there's a theme for this for, for this podcast and for the next while. It's just like be it's like support, buoy each other. Um, you know, like keep try to keep as many heads above water as you can, because um, that's you know. I don't know. I like I said. It's like I don't want. I don't want to see anybody fail. I don't want to see anybody. I don't want to see any of this go down in flames, aside from the things that should go down in flames. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's it's autumn. Autumn's my favorite month. Go out and enjoy it. Um, I don't know, make a leaf pile and jump into. I don't know. Do some. Do something fun. Do something you love. Um, and artists remember, what you do is important, the art you make is important, keep making art, keep, keep doing it, keep being an artist, because it's, you have a role out there, even if it doesn't seem that big, you're affecting stuff, you're people, you're affecting people, and you're affecting change, um, yeah, so, that's all I got, guys, um, there will either be a next, um, podcast episode next week. Um, if not, there'll be definitely two, uh, maybe three in December. I don't know. Um, but, uh, for my American, for my United States listeners, enjoy the holiday <laughs> as best you can. Um, for my non, um, United States listeners, um, I don't know if there are any big holidays in late December. Um, but if there are enjoy them, if they're not make one up, I don't, I don't know, do something, do get people together to eat, go, I don't know, walk on a beach somewhere, go walk by a river. Um, yeah. Um, thank you for listening as always. Um, and I will talk to y'all later.